Welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. We begun! Yay! Jingly, jingly things. <laughs> Welcome to Gooch Week, everyone. Good day, everyone. Welcome to... Well, at time of recording, it is New Year's Eve, although this, of course, will come out it's after. It's been Gooch Week. It's been yeah. Gooch Week. Happy Christmas, Happy New Year. We hope you've had a good one. Yeah, happy... Happy something. Happy new calendar day. <laughs> that's probably what ultimately, that's the only certainty with 2022. Yeah. We're going to get a new calendar. Yeah. That's all we're going to say. We, everything else will just age us. We hope um, you've all had a Christmas or have managed to at least have a re- relaxing rest or something. I mean, I know a lot of people, it was shit again because of COVID. Um, so if you've had a shit one, then take care of yourself, eat lots of food, drink lots of drink and uh, try and have fun. I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, 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 that's pretty good advice. Yeah, yeah. Go and do something fun now. Yeah, go and do something it. fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as it is a well, I say we've had Christmas. I'd say it's a holiday special. It makes us sound quite American, but um, I don't like that term. Uh, the, the films we've watched though are yeah, Christmassy. Yeah. Um, but the story's not so much. It has a it has a kind of connection to Christmas, but so we're all sort of concluding the year. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, year welcome to it. the concluding the year special. <laughs> and because it's a new special, calendar day soon, we have um, a double whammy for you, don't we? We do. We we've been extra nice to you. We do. Um, we've got you two presents this year. <laughs> yes, two. Because uh, last year we didn't get you any because we didn't exist. Exactly. Um, we were not born last year. No. God, we grew up fast. They all grew up so fast. <laughs> um, so I reviewed a film and Vince has reviewed a film. Well, we both did review it, but we did. we've written songs about different films. Yeah. Because so, we basically couldn't do what we originally planned. Yeah. Don't worry, you've not got four songs or anything. You don't have to no, wait three, four no, songs. No, and, no. That's just me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um, one song each, but um, about two different films. Yeah, because we all mix it up. Yeah, it's why not? It's Crimble. And things. because we weren't allowed to go to the theatre, as as previously mentioned in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll come at some other point, yeah. which will be a lot less significant, probably in the timeline when people play it back. Yeah, never mind. Um, uh, yeah, for this one, you get we, we trolled Netflix for some sillies. We did. But horror sillies. And we start with Santa Slays. Santa Slays. Um, yes. This was my, my film that I wrote a song about. We should say we found each of these because we just rolled through the carousel yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, um, we looked oh, for ages about these films. It was like, which ones are free? To, actually, Prime, because we were it like, which Prime, ones are free to watch? Yeah. This one. Yeah, because why should you watch pay extra for something ads. you already pay for? <laughs> um, so... Stupid Bezos and his penis rocket. <laughs> Anyway, have sorry. you had enough? Have no. you, are you done? No, I haven't had enough. Do you want to go outside and calm down no. while I tell them about Santa Slays? I'd like to hear about Santa Slays. Okay. Well, um, so basically it's a film where about Santa. Yes, it is. It is, it is about Santa. Um, in the film, um, they have a folklore legend that Santa was actually, a thousand years ago, the son of Satan and was really evil and, you know, was a demon, basically. And he lost a curling game to an angel. And because he lost, he was then cursed to deliver presents to children. Be nice to children. Be nice to children for a thousand years. And we join him when the the, curse has been lifted. The thousand and first year, Whatever it would be, yes. Um, So... And hilarity ensues. And hilarity ensues. These are both comedy and, horrors. They yeah, yeah. And Santa's actually paid by a professional wrestler. I didn't realise yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to play my song? Uh, yeah, I want to hear your song. Okay, go for it. Merry 
thousand years ago, or so the story goes. Santa was really the son of Satan who tormented all he knows. Punished by a clever angel, we lost a curling game. But now the curse is lifted and tonight all Santa slays. We open on a dinner scene so familiar to us all. A family of tall, tall assholes having a Christmas brawl. Old Santa bursts into the room, festively kills his prey. Maybe they all deserve to die on the night that Santa slays. Now this movie is no masterpiece, it don't go on too long. A boy needs to avenge his grandfather, for Santa kills them all. There's back to the future overtones, that it lacks excitement and grace. Yet there's no denying it's entertaining the night that Santa slays. Now Santa himself is quite the cat, he knows how to get things done. You kind of want to ride with him, it seems you'd have more fun. And yet it ends with a limp twist, the angel saves the day. And it's the old granddaddy of the boy that Santa thought he slayed. It's the old granddaddy of the boy Santa thought he slayed. So I don't know why I don't know why I decided to do it in that style or that accent because it wasn't like that was where that no, was set. That film was set at all, wasn't it? I felt like it might have been Canada. Yeah, I don't know. I just I. I it's just what came into my head after we watched it, and I, I really, really wanted to do it in that style. Um, Don't worry, what happens in my song is not much like what happens in the film. Okay, either. I mean it's inspired by um, uh, Raikid had an album out called My Name Is Buddy, and there was a track on there called The Dying Truck Driver, and for some reason that is what was going through my head when we watched the film. I don't remember I don't know truck why. drivers being prominent, but why not? Why not? I don't know slave truck beards. Yeah, okay. It's all about general haulage, isn't it? <laughs> general haulage, yes. In in, in frozen wastelands. Uh, yeah, I mean, so... The, the removal of cargo. Yeah. Um, there's your link. Yeah. Um, it was <laughs> Obviously. It was a very silly film. Yes, um, yeah. I, I actually enjoyed it. I, I quite really like this it. kind of like old tale of him being a demon, and then, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and, you know... A thousand years ago, but they still had curling. I suppose they might have done. I think they probably did, actually. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's a frozen lake and some stones. Yeah, I suppose. Um, and it's your general kind of, like, two kids have to save the day. You know, they have to stop Santa from murdering everyone. Um, Plot-wise, you know exactly what's going to happen yeah. as soon as it starts. And that's fine. because It's all about everything else that happens in between, of course, as with most films. Yeah. I really enjoy the pretty much all the cast, I think, were Jewish. 
probably. <laughs> I think they were. <laughs> it was really funny. They had this real um, Back to the Future thing going on with oh, yeah. the boy and his grandfather. It was so a bit painfully, obviously, trying to be Back to the Future. Oh, they knew that. I'm yeah. pretty sure they knew that. Um, and I mean, I'm just going to say I'm 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 giving spoilers here because yeah. you did in the song already. I did in the song already. Um, so the the boy and his grandfather. Are, the grandfather knows about the curse of Santa. He seems to be the only person who knows about it for some reason. No one else yeah, seems to know about it. Like, oh, that is bizarre. And he, I know, it's all written down, but he's the only person yeah. who knows it. He's the only person so who knows it, and he doesn't why? tell anyone that Santa is due to go on a murderous rampage. You would think that the authorities would want to know. You're yeah. Right. You're right. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> and there is actually a wonderful moment where Grandfather gets run over by a reindeer. Yes. You remember? <laughs> actually, there are a few points throughout the thing where they reference other... Other Christmas songs. Other Christmassy silly songs. Yeah. And that's one of them, and yeah. I was trying to think how to get that into my song, but I, that and Santa uh, going to a strip club as well. Yeah. Where he, 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 he's in the strip club and then after he I kills... Mean, he is a demon. Yeah, after he kills everyone, he then wipes down the poles afterwards. Yes. <laughs> Look, he's about to face off against someone, isn't he? And he yeah. He's about to grab one of the poles and he does wipe it before he does yeah. so. So I, I really want to get those into my song, but, you know, you don't want to over milk a song or make it too long, but I just thought I'd mention you those now. You can't do a song on, on this kind of podcast podcast about wiping down up strip of oh, damn anyway so he kills the grandfather <laughs> grandfather gets run over by a reindeer so the, the boy and and the girl because there's always a girl in there yeah are, um, although she was pretty feisty she was quite a good character they she are was more switched on than he was yeah they, they're sort of you know left to kind of it was kind of like kids off. caper in tone yeah just with swearing and sadness yeah. and blood and it's basically them chasing Santa around town with him killing people they have to catch him before yeah. midnight yeah, and he's just so Santa's just so cool, just like oh, yeah, like, I just don't care, I just don't care. Um, and like, he also seems to actually be all powerful. Yeah, it's almost like he's just swatting flies. When he, when he gets, <laughs> yeah. And as I said, he's this pro wrestler. Who I didn't, I don't, I don't watch wrestling, but I didn't realize it was a pro wrestler. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I mean, he, the, he does it really well. I've got to admit, he's well well yeah, cast for that. The beginning scene, which I do mention in my song. Sorry, I just don't, don't punch my laptop there. Ah. Um, he, he, there's this horrible family, and he just. They're all fighting, and he just comes down the chimney. And when I say festively kills them all, he really does. Oh yeah, like, yeah. He like garrots them with tinsel. And yeah, stuff, doesn't he? yeah. Stuffs yeah, turkey in their Inconsequential family. This is yeah. just to introduce the baddie. Yeah, and you think, oh, this is the main characters, and it's not. But <laughs> it's just done so. He does it so gracefully, and then he goes off gleefully like, as well. Yeah, he does it with Christmas joy. Well, he has been, you know, for a thousand years waiting to do this. Hasn't yes. He? Yes. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, it's just a bit of a wild ride. And as I said, like, it'd probably be more fun to hang out with Santa. And as long as he likes you and isn't going to murder you, probably more fun to hang out with him than the main characters, I think, on the yeah, sleigh. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, then I, I, I just thought it was cool that they managed to think of some extra yeah. Christmas story to weave into what already exists without yeah. really undermining yeah. the general canon of Christmas silliness. Um, and then and it, was, it was cool. And then they had the kind of smaltzy end where the grandfather comes back as the angel. Yeah, well, you know. that, was like, <laughs> um, that was a bit like bleh, sick, bu- uh, <laughs> a sick bucket moment. But overall, it was a Don't good be watch because it was on ice. No, freezing. Yes, they ended up in like an indoor in, indoor ice rink and had another curling game. It's yeah. so bizarre. <laughs> Face off, cleaning one of those ice cleaning machines. Yeah, I, I mean, know, I know, I've just totally given. I've forgotten it. I've just totally. I don't give away the spoilers, but honestly, it doesn't matter. Just, I mean, it's after Christmas now, so no one must watch Christmas movies after Christmas. But for next year, just it, it's a laugh. Oh, it, it is. It is definitely. It's very a laugh. very silly. Yeah. Um, so I'd recommend as as we did because we couldn't go anywhere because we uh, when I was poorly so we had a lot of ginger wine and just sat and sort of sniggered 
all, all night. It's quite fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. There was fun music in it, as we said, references to other silly mm. Christmas songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was it was silly. It, it put a nice. I found that whispering myself, humming to myself, the theme tune, the thought, the silly tune to Santa Baby a few times. It's a very different spin on the film. Yeah, in a way, like, I don't know. Satan baby. <laughs> because he's a wrestler and because he's sort of, there is something, I don't know if other ladies or, or gay guys have watched this. He, there's something slightly attractive him. about him as well. I don't know what That's it fair. is. He's just very sort of he's a manly and powerful. Yeah. And yeah, it's not something I'd usually go for. I was thinking, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, yeah. Sarah's obviously very fit and, you know. Yeah, he's down in the chimney, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, give it a watch. Fun. Yeah, absolutely. Give it a watch. Um, it was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Right. Should we move on to film number two? Yeah. All right. All right. So we've opened that present. Do you want to give a little overview of film number two? Um. Why not? Why not? In a similar vein, probably because it was in the same carousel. Yeah. And definitely under the influence of the same bottle of ginger wine. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we also watched Mercy Christmas, which is also a comedy horror. It is. I think it's a little newer, but not much. Uh-huh. Um, it seems like it was made for a tiny budget because the cast is about six actors or something like that. Yeah. It, it's almost all in one set as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the budget was tiny. It feels like, although I don't know, it might have been like crowdfunded. Mm-hmm. But if it was a bit older, I wouldn't have assumed that just because I think that's how indie filmmakers tend to fund their stuff now. Right. But I feel like it's something that, in the same way Snakes on a Plane looks like, feels like it's been put together by a group of people on a forum, this feels like it might have had a similar thing. Maybe not a forum, but like two or three guys... Like sitting there, going. <laughs> so, so before so, you do get into more, just give a little overview of the story, and then play yeah. your song, and then say what you. Think. So, so it's presented as very soft, silly, um, very cutesy. Um, we follow our main character called something Brisket. Yeah, and he's name? having a very sorry, sorry Christmas. Mm. Oh, um, but then the peppy new person in his office um, invites him over to her family out of sorrow and pity. Yes. And you think, oh, his Christmas is saved. But it's not. <laughs> um, and then he meets her family. Oh, dear. And hilarity and blood ensues. Yes. All right, play your song. Deck the halls with bloody sheets Enjoy the rare delicious meats Lest we forget Christmas is about the food So don't get upset Cause cannibals need Christmas too But don't get upset. Can 
Santa pulls me Christmas too And lest we forget Christmas is after all about the food Trap them underground And pack off their limbs But you're not allowed to complain It's a tradition Absurd or disturbing A cure for Christmas saccharine So open up your presents Cause cannibals need Christmas too And lest we forget Christmas is about the food It's about warmth and tradition Even if it's wriggling Cause cannibals need Christmas too And lest we forget Christmas is about the food Don't get upset Cause cannibals need Christmas too Very festive <laughs> Absolutely Well, you have to have, you know, there's still space, I feel, in the collective consciousness for additional Christmas material. Yeah. And who knows, this could be a future Christmas number one for us. <laughs> so the it film... won't be. No. It definitely won't be. Cannibals <laughs> do need a Christmas too, but they don't need a song about it, is what they need. <laughs> there, was, there was bits of, like, so- elements of saw in there, I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, they weren't going for anything deep or kind of, you know, they were just being silly again. Of the two films, this was definitely more shallow. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. Because, yeah... It, I, I did quite like that they were trying to sort of still... This was more of a send-up mm. of, like, the, the almost the sitcom family dynamics. Like yeah. Like, the father... Sorry. The, the father figure is very, you know, level-headed and caring and, and soppy. And he loves his family. And he loves their family traditions. Just happens to be their family traditions are involved eating someone every year. Yeah. But it's very, very important to him that they do it because it honours his mother. It does. They, it's all... Sending up all of that quite well, actually. The um, the wife is dead, so it's like a family of a, a dad and his yes. kids yeah. and his mother, but his wife is dead. Yes, so this, so this is their first of, Christmas without her. Yeah, so they've so to um, kind of make themselves feel better, they've brought in the poor fat guy from work to have his Christmas dinner. He's going to be dinner, yeah, yeah which is me. which is their tradition. They've always done this. Yeah. And, like the daughter, it's the first year the daughter is going to be uh, like making the gravy and things. Yeah. It, 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 all of the normal. Dynamics of a family Christmas, the hustle and the bustle, the stress and the aggro, mm-hmm. and the general resentment towards other family members in a confined space. It's all there, but it's just turned up. It's amped up to a silly proportion. Yeah. 
Oh, and there's some people trapped in the basement. Yeah, I was going to say, and he's not the. So you know, you always have you have all dubbed, and you have uh, starters with Christmas. You know, you have Christmas Eve food, and you have Boxing Day food. So therefore, they need other people to accommodate those things. It is the true horror of Christmas (laughs) into a film and distilled in a very silly way. Yes, Um, but I, I like the way the approach they took actually. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if it's like moronically ridiculous or actually quite clever, but it's probably treading a line somewhere between those two. I think. Um, and then peeing on it. <laughs> I mean, they had, because also you remember the the fat guy who they bring in, um, he was always kind of appeared as. not He didn't have a beard or anything, but he was always red and white. He always kind of looked yes. a bit like Santa, didn't he? He does. And then. And in, in, we're not ruining anything. In, in the, the final act, he and. One of the other people who were trapped oh, yeah. downstairs, who by this point had his legs cut off, so he's half height. Mm-hmm. It's all dressed in green. So it's Santa. It looks with like a, an elf. A very bloody elf <laughs> on his shoulders. And then they get strapped together with Christmas lights, yes. and they have to try and make a daring escape from <laughs> the family house basement, dressed as Santa with an elf, <laughs> <laughs> mutilating people as they go. Um, it doesn't match Brain Dead for a finale, I will say, because no. I'm a lawnmower. But oh. <laughs> um, it, it is funny. It is. It we, is. Should, we should also mention that. Um, the guy they kidnap, I th- was he, is he Nick Brisket? I think he might even be called he Nick. He probably is called something like Nick. Um, he is an, he's obviously an accountant or something, and it's his. Uh, it turns out to be his boss's family, doesn't it? So oh, yes. his boss's sister has seduced him, basically, and brought him to yeah. his boss's family. He doesn't know it's the sister of his boss. Um, and then before they eat him, his boss is actually getting him to do um, he's, he's been given work. some impossibly huge task to complete over yeah. Christmas Day with like the company finances or yeah. something ridiculous. And yeah. he's all tied up in these Christmas lights. And when, if he's not working um, hard enough, they electrocute him. <laughs> Got to tenderise that meat. Yeah. Yeah, they have lengthy discussions about how they need to make sure the meat is tenderised. Yeah. Fact. It's, all, it's all a bit of a tangle, to be honest, in, in my it head. It is, but it's the, <clears> the sort of the family... That values dynamics is all there. Like, there's a new girlfriend on the scene for oh, yeah. brothers. New girlfriend wants oh, to get in on the action. Turns out she's a local police officer, but that's okay. Yeah. She knows, she's understood it all. And yeah, she, she, she desperately wants to be accepted by the family, yeah. and that's all quite funny. Yeah. It's definitely played for laughs. And actually, <laughs> it's actually a happy ending, sort of, isn't it? I mean, they do escape. They do escape. Sandra and his bloody elf. <laughs> Stumpy. Stumpy. <laughs> there's no reindeer in this one, but that's okay. No. I'll give them that. Um, it's. It, okay. I preferred the first film, as I say. That's why we ended up doing two films because we couldn't decide over which one to yeah, review. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had watched them both anyway. So yeah, I, I preferred that they were both. Oh, they were both very silly. They were. They complemented each other quite well. Yeah. By accident, really, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you, you know, over Christmas, a bit merry, and you want to watch something silly. Oh, you could do substantially worse than yeah, this. Definitely. Like, both have that definitely kind of filmmaker vibe. People like trying to. Like prove their metal as filmmakers. Yeah. Especially the second one feels like it was almost their first attempt. Probably yeah. Isn't quite. But like, like, look how many th- look how many good films I do know. I've seen *The Cannibal Holocaust*. Yeah. I've seen this. I've seen that. Here's a reference. But I mean, it's, you enjoy it. It's nice to see things that aren't take like *Suspiria* was so intense and so like you know. Yeah, ah! these, these weren't that. These were not. <laughs> it was so nice to see something not. I mean, *Suspiria* was really good, but it was nice to see something just not so not taking itself so seriously. Both of them weren't really. It was just like, yeah, it's good festive horror fun, really. Which this is, was yeah. like the festive bag of sharing crisps that yeah, you get yeah. at that particular time of year. Like you only get pigs in blanket flavored crisps. Yeah. In December. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of that, isn't it? Compared to *Suspiria*, which was a proper intellectual meal. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> I'm stretching and this analogy a bit. No, far, I get I what you mean. It's good to have everything, and it was nice to just have some crisps after having a great big rich banquet. Um, yeah. Previously. Yeah, 
which made me feel slightly sick and scared for a couple of days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, you know, sometimes is people's experience of Christmas, you know, just feeling a bit sick by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right. Not ours, ours was fine. But like, no, I'm not I, assume, really... I assume other people have had Christmas days where they feel a bit pukey. No, yeah, I mean... We, we were lucky to have a Christmas, so, you know, not complaining. No, definitely uh, not. Um, right, so, moving on. So, yeah. To our that was our Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, How was yours? <laughs> right in and tell us. So, so, the stories are, they're linked to Christmas, but they're not. I mean, I was looking at things, you know, the obvious thing is Krampus or other kind of Christmas spirits. But as we're after Christmas, I thought we'd do something a bit different. You didn't do Krampus, did you? No, I did not do Krampus. I, mean, because... I, know, I know there's a fun story there, but, like, yeah, everyone else has done that. Uh, it's overdone. Um, but for I think it's a bit. Yeah, we need to give it a few years of, to refresh. And I think you need to really do Krampus before Christmas. Um, yeah, I think so too. So I've got two stories here about Christmas presents that caused problems in the home. Okay. In the home. In the home. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So you ready? <coughs> yes. <coughs> two. Um, this first one is called the haunted doll. Okay. 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 I mean, this is already a terrifying start. This is yeah. well trodden ground here. Well, you think that this or, is the is, same. It, is this where they all they got it from? Wait, no, 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 just wait. Okay. okay. Sorry, I'm dropping the gun. So, here we go. What do you think of when you hear the words "haunted doll"? Some creepy, dead-looking thing from Victorian times? Annabelle or Chucky, perhaps? There's porcelain involved, probably. I think for me. Well, not something you're likely to have lying around at any rate. However, a doll gifted for Christmas in 2013 made headlines in the Houston area after supposedly being haunted. And it was a doll of Elsa from Frozen. Wow. That is <laughs> well, not what I was that, expecting. Were you? I mean, I feel like we should have watched it more recently just so we can make a joke here that's more reference, you know, more current. Well, this useful. wasn't a film. This was a true story. So. No, but, you know, if we, did, we could pull our line dialogue and come up with a really witty, witty pun, yeah. and then we'd look really clever on the podcast. Well. But now we just look stupid and I've explained our process. Um, we're being very self-aware today. Okay. Well, never mind. I've got my self-aware pants on. Okay. Well, you go and get changed while I read the rest of the story. Yeah, I would like to hear this. Okay. So we got um, Emily Madonia, a violinist from Texas, purchased the girl. Purchased the girl. Purchased the doll. Should, she, she probably didn't purchase the girl. No, she purchased the doll for her little girl. Right. Um, it was about a year old. After strange events with the doll, she began to record them on Facebook. The post went viral and have since been deleted. However, we have records of them still online. Thank you, Internet Archive. Uh-huh. When you press it, it necklace sings Let It Go in English or in Spanish, she wrote in the first post of December. We noticed over the past couple of years, it starts singing on its own. <laughs> Even when the, it's on the off switch. Eventually, the family decided to throw away the doll as it was clearly broken. Emily stressed that her husband, Matt, threw the doll in a bag filled with other rubbish then put it in the outside bin. Here is Emily's Facebook post describing what happened next, okay? It's going to be like a Furby, isn't it? <laughs> right, ready? Here is her post from the 24th of December. Okay. So, um, I think her little girl is called Aurelie. I'm going to say Aurelie. I'm sorry if that's wrong. When Aurelie was about a year old, she received an Elsa doll. When you press its necklace, it sings Let It Go in Spanish or English. Annoying little thing. We noticed over the past couple of years, it starts to sing on its own, even when it's on the off switch. We decided to throw it away because it's old now and it seems to be broken. Matt threw it in a garbage bag with a bunch of other garbage and took it outside 
and put it outside in the garbage can. Lots of outside there. Outside. That's good. Fast forward a week and we are looking for something. We open up a big wooden bench in the living room and there is the doll on top of a bunch of blankets and stuff. Matt started yelling and I ran in. He had definitely <laughs> thrown it away. There is no way the kids would have taken it out of the garbage, but we did ask them about it anyway and they were completely confused. So after Matt and I had argued about who was going to have to touch it to get rid of it, <laughs> he finally got it in a garbage bag, tied it tight and took it back out outside underneath a bunch of other garbage. Hooray! I don't know what I think about this, except nope. But that wasn't the end of the story. Here is another post from Emily just a few weeks after they'd thrown out the Elsa doll. So that was the 24th of December. This one is the 9th of Jan, okay? Throw it on a toy on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Okay, guys, seriously, we need help. To recap for all those of you who had not been following our Elsa doll saga, Matt threw it away weeks ago and we found it outside. We found it inside a wooden bench. Okay, so we were weirded out and tightly wrapped it up in its own garbage bag then put that garbage bag inside another garbage bag and filled that with garbage and put it in the bottom of our garbage can underneath a bunch of other bags of garbage. Wheeled it to the curb and it was collected on garbage day. That's such an American sentence. It is. I think they have some really fun bin men. They do. Great, right? So it's gone. We went out of town and forgot about it. Today, Orly says, Mum, I saw the Elsa doll again in the backyard. Chills, help us get rid of this haunted doll. (laughs) As part of the post, Emily shared a pic of the doll propped up against the side of their home. Um, I can say, I will put some of these pictures of the doll on uh, Instagram. Okay. She started receiving messages from people who wanted to buy the doll, even offers for media, for interviews. Desperate to get rid of the doll once and for all, Emily sent it to her mate, Chris, who lived 1,500 miles away. Surprisingly, Chris had offered to take the doll off her hands. The last thing she did, wrote Emily, when I put her in the box to mail her to my friend, was laugh for 30 seconds straight. She had never done that before. Her Facebook post reads, Current Elsa update. My friend Chris (laughs) received the doll today, 1,500 miles away. He asked for it, don't be mean. He's at work now, but I asked him to check for the marker that my daughter coloured on it once he gets home, so we make sure it's the same one. Yep. Yes, I'm unreasonably paranoid now. Both times the doll reappeared two weeks later. Or should I say, we found her two weeks later. Hard to tell how long she was there. So I'm curious about how it will go from here. That's all for now. Picture from Chris. Yes, he taped her down. He taped her down? He taped the doll down. Okay. Uh, I'm curious to see this picture. It's going to be good. Yeah, I will find them. They are quite easy to find online. Chris explained on Twitter that he was happy to have the doll move into his home because he is a sceptic that doesn't believe in ghosts or magic. I just offered to take the doll because it makes a funny story that she mailed the doll 1,500 miles to get rid of it, he said. However, whether it was for Emily's benefit or his, he duct taped the doll down to with a brush guard on his Jeep to ensure she stays put. (laughs) (laughs) To round off, Emily posted a question and answer session about the doll. Here is what she wrote. So this is like loads of people mm-hmm. um, obviously questioning well, what happened next. Yeah. So here she goes. Okay, now I've officially have a viral post on my hands and re- received about a thousand friend requests, not accepting any, sorry, and messages from people who want to buy the doll and the paranormal investigators and travel channel and countless news sites. I'm going to answer a few questions I have seen. Is this a hoax? Sadly, no. Either the doll is haunted and some crazy psychopath has dug the doll out of the garbage 
and broken into my house. Did my husband or kids do it? Definitely not. A lot of people are fixated on the language thing. It seems this doll is bilingual. That makes sense. However, we got the doll in 2013. We moved the buttons to set different positions and she only spoke sang in English. She seemed to go between demo mode and full mode and she would sing, say, a tiny bit of something or a full song, depending on mode, but it was always in English. Two years later, she kept doing the same thing, but sometimes in Spanish. Recently, she only spoke in Spanish, regardless of button position, even when she was turned off. The last thing she did when I put her in the box to mail her to my friend was laugh for 30 seconds straight. She's never done that. That would have been bloody creepy. I really like the idea that that's not even in the recorded messages on her chip. No. Why would I mail it to a friend? Why didn't I burn it? Okay, so when I posted this thing originally, a bunch of people said burn it. And then people started saying, don't burn it because it does no good. If there was something in the doll, it would come out. So you can't destroy what's inside. Honestly, I don't know if any of this junk is true, but I wanted the doll off my prop, prop, property ASAP. I was tired of it coming back and hiding in weird places. I was afraid if I donated it or tried to throw it away, it would come back. My friend said, send it to me. I did not hesitate for a second. I knew if I mailed it to him, he would confirm it was with him. And then I knew I couldn't be with me. That was good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the no return address thing that everyone is so upset about? Chris doesn't know my address. He has never been here. I don't even know his address. We are online running friends. I sent it to a PO box. He can't send it back even if he wanted to. <laughs> it's nice if it starts like freaking him out, isn't it? Um... How it's his problem then. Yeah. How do you know someone isn't just sneaking a new Elsa doll into my house and yard? Because my daughter coloured on this one very specific place with her markers. I have never mentioned where these places are online because I don't want anyone to get any ideas. That's very smart. Why was this on the news anyway? A friend of mine contacted me about making it into a news story and I thought it would be fun. Why not? I have no idea I'd get such a response. I have declined every single other interview and many from many, many news sites. Some of these have written their own articles, and that's okay. I did as much as I wanted to do in that regard. And then she ends. In the end, I'm just a mum and a violinist and a wife and a normal person who doesn't want to be forever known as the haunted doll lady. I am fascinated by the unknown, though, and this whole experience has been pretty entertaining. I am extremely happy the doll is not here anymore, and I hope to God it stays that way. There we go. So it didn't come back it didn't from 1500 Not as far away. as we know. It's still on the front of a lorry or jeep. Yeah, well, the, the man welcomed it in, didn't he? Yeah. He asked for it. That's what she's saying. So maybe... Oh, so you, you think, okay, so because he's welcomed the doll in... Maybe. It's his possession. Yeah. If that's what it yeah. is. Right. Well, it, it, it belong, it's an object that belongs to him. Yes, okay. Yeah. It's his possession. <laughs> so, yeah. Weird. I like the idea when she was wrapping it up and just started giggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I think she's smart though not to destroy it because if you do believe in this sort of stuff I think destroying it might have made things worse I just think it's bad for the environment it is bad for the environment that as well but I think she'd get a, a charred doll come back to her <coughs> stop laughing manically <laughs> I said yeah. doll not donkey it would have like a weird chip by this point I'm guessing oh, okay it's like sparks coming out of its eyes I don't know there's a horror movie here. <laughs> Thinking on that. Uh, so, uh, a story number two. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is going to take some dopping. Uh The Vintage Carriage. This is a good one, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I, mean, I usually choose shit stories. For oh, of course. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. <laughs> so, this is the story of a normal family 
he endured almost a month of paranormal activity after receiving a rather unusual Christmas present. Whitney Merritt's little girl had been gifted a vintage doll carriage from her grandmother for Christmas. Dolls again. Yeah, but it's a carriage, not a doll. Okay. So. I'm scared. It's a carriage. For the first few days in the Merritt home, it simply sat by the Christmas tree. Then, just after New Year, the knocking began. The family had recently moved house, so the sounds appeared to be coming from within the walls. On one occasion, it was so loud that Whitney walked to the open front door, thinking there was someone outside. It was midnight, and frightened, Whitney called her husband, who worked nights. I think there's someone at the front door, she told him, before turning on the porch light. But when she looked out, there was no one there. A few nights later, a booming noise began in the attic. The family wrote it off as an old house settling. I don't know. Logical reasons I'm trying to come up with in my head, Whitney, Whitney admits. But soon the sounds were all over the house, and they could no longer ignore them. One night, Michael decided to make a stand. Carrying a shotgun and a torch, he climbed up into the attic where the source of the noise was coming from. But of course, there was no one up there. Week two started with a bang. In the early hours of the morning, Whitney was woken from a deep sleep. The noise was so loud, she thought that their dog had crashed through the window in the room, into their room. Again, they searched the house, but found nothing. In the morning, she found a bag on the floor of the kitchen containing mugs that she'd recently purchased. The bag was about four feet away from the table, and the mugs were smashed to bits. Ooh. There's no way that could have fallen over at all, Whitney says adamantly. I mean, they weren't on their side or anything. They're not just going to roll, you know what I mean? They just don't roll. So how could they have fallen off? Yeah, yeah. The next night, another loud bang and more shattered mugs. <coughs> Whitney cleared up the broken shards. Once she'd thrown them away, she began to head back to bed when she heard the unmistakable sound of someone dropping a load of silverware into the sink. I mean, I wasn't even back to the bedroom yet, and that's when I turned around. This thing really hates kitchenware. Yeah, I just about broke my neck, she said. And then when I went, when I went back to the sink, it was like maybe something slipped and fell. But I'd just done the dishes. There was nothing in the sink. So I was freaked out. I stayed up for a while. <laughs> the following week, a series of events occurred, mostly focused around the children's rooms and their toys. Their daughter's dream catcher and lamp fell to the f- floor multiple times. No dreams for them. No. Whitney and Michael had just about managed to comfort the little girl and head back to bed when their daughter's bedroom slammed shut behind them. So my husband opened up the door real quick and turned the light on to see nothing there, Whitney said. He stood there, messing with the doors in the hallway for a minute, just trying to find a logical explanation, like maybe there was a suction that's slamming the door. Yet the door had never slammed like that, and didn't so ever again. The next day, the family were all in the living room, and one of the kids' toys' cars started playing music repeatedly. The power was on on the car. Sorry, the power on the car was switched off. That evening, Whitney went to wake her husband, ready for his night shift. She then went to tidy and sweep the living room. As she did so, Michael walked into the kitchen to make some coffee. Whitney called out a question to him. Michael didn't answer. She called louder, but still got no response. Frustrated, she walked into the kitchen, but it was empty. With a feeling of dread in her stomach, Whitney popped her head around the door of their bedroom. Michael was still in bed in a deep sleep. I saw him, Whitney says. I swear, 
I swear on my kids, I'm not crazy. Please don't think I'm crazy. Because repeating this to somebody, I know it sounds weird. <laughs> because I've never believed in anything like this ever in my life. I'm not, I'm not crazy. But I saw a person walk past that door into the kitchen. The next day, the final straw came. Whitney was out shopping with their daughter. Their four-year-old was with their grandparents and their seven-year-old was at school. Michael was the only person home. Around half twelve, he called his wife. Hey, is Paxton home? Michael asked. Whitney said no, he was at school. When she got home, her husband explained he'd been sleeping when he'd heard the front door open and close. Then he'd heard Paxton, their seven-year-old's door, open and close. Right, Paxton's a child. Yeah, okay. sorry, Paxton's a, a seven-year-old. Then he heard knocking in the walls. He called out to Paxton, but there was no answer. Michael got up and walked to his son's room. The light was on in the room, and so was Paxton's Xbox. The bottle of water was lying a bottle of water was lying on the floor open, dripping into the carpet. After telling Whitney this story, they had a discussion about all the strange occurrences in their house, and when they'd begun, we were sitting here and Michael just fixated on that little baby carriage, and we stuck it outside. Since then, everything has been normal. No more knocking, no more footsteps in the attic. Just hates princess carriages, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And cookware. So there you have it, yeah. Cookware and kids' toys. Only specific kids' toys, though. Yeah. So be careful with what you buy your kids for Christmas. Yeah, a bit late now. <laughs> public service announcement, isn't it? Yeah. Don't bring possessed possess shit into your house. If you've, got your kid, <laughs> if you've got your kid a creepy present and there's weird things happening in the house, then put it outside. I know your kid's probably going to kick up a stink. Or we'll send it to a friend who doesn't know your address and you don't know their address, but send it to them anyway. Yeah. Um, and then they'll put it on their on their truck. Here doth end the sermon. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. So, um, hope you've had... I mean, by the time this has come out, um, it will be 2022. So, hope you've had a good Christmas and I mean, to be fair, there's, there's less than 12 hours left of I 2021. I know. You are, you are hearing the final gasps of this year which people are claiming was awful but I mean realistically I mean we've had some not great years recently so yeah. let's not worry too much about it Yeah, let's not rank them no. let's not make them fight it was better than 2020 for us anyway um, but yeah so we yeah, hope you've had experiences would be quite different around the world though that's what I mean so. for us we've been very lucky but you know we are healthy we are vaccinated you know we are very lucky um, please take care of yourselves guys yes. hope you have had a good new year because you will have had by the time this you comes out. You will have done, down. yeah. Um, if anyone would like to get in touch, um, you Come know the drill. Come on, <laughs> Oh, what a great expression. Are you going to start giving people our address? <clears throat> your no. address. Give me your no, address. No, 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 no. That would be here, weird. I am here quite a lot, so they'd probably find me. Um, right, so you so, so can... So they're possessed toys. <laughs> find us on Instagram, either of the pages, but preferably the Ghost Gig. Yeah. Not the Ghost Gig UK. Um, give us a follow. Um, give us a like, give us a share. Um, you can email us at ghostgiguk at gmail.com. You can. That is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. And please do, guys, please, please do get in touch. We would love to get some more um, scary stories in to do another listeners episode. Yes. We really keep, would. Keep up with that. Keep up with that. It's um, really good. And we really love hearing, we really do love hearing from people. It's been the Christmas holidays. People have been busy, so things have gone a bit quiet. In the, in it's the, almost like people have had better things to do with their time. No, but fair enough, fair enough. But in the new year, if you do want to get in touch, please, please do. Because yeah. we, we really love hearing from you. Um, I don't think there's anything else to say, really. No. Have a safe one. It's, I yeah. hope you've had a safe take one. Take care of yourselves. Take care of others. Yeah. 
Um, take care, take risks. Let's hope that this year is, is a good one and we get through all this Omicron bullshit. And so there'll be another one soon. There'll be a new trendy one. There will. There's still more Greek alphabet, yeah. <laughs> Stop being the voice of doom. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm smiling at you. <laughs> Don't worry. And we'll, we'll battle those as well. Yeah. Um, well, take care of yourselves, guys. And we'll be back in two weeks as normal. Yeah, yeah, we will. Hopefully. Um, Should be. Yeah. Should be. Very, very, very warm, happy new year to everyone. Yes. And we happy will speak- new year, candidate. Yeah, and we'll speak to you very soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.